0: just go to cars.com It's magical. Hello, Flyers fans, and welcome back to the Flyers forecast. I am your host, Steve Chico, coming to you on Tuesday, March 16th to talk about the Flyers week ahead and apologies for missing yesterday. The Ides of March, I just felt too superstitious to record a podcast on that day. Very worried a group of Senators would come up and start stabbing me. Always a concern on the Ides of March, but I'm here today, and we still have three more games this week, thanks to this jam-packed NHL schedule. Flyers pulling out a thrilling overtime victory against the Rangers last night. Thrilling is the the nice term. Uh, Frustrating (laughs) is definitely a a term that could be used for that game, Uh, but the Flyers got two points, and that's what matters. For the rest of the week, St. Paddy's Day, Wednesday the 17th, the Flyers, again, play at the train station, play the New York Rangers, 7.30pm game, that's NBCSN, nationally broadcast game, so no local broadcast for that one, you get one set of announcers and you're gonna like it, or else. Thursday the 18th, Islanders, that's right, a back-to-back with two different New York teams, I don't understand this schedule, do you understand it? There is no understanding it. 7 p.m. game on MSG Plus 2. All of those are accurate signs and letters and numbers in that channel name. And NBC Sports Philadelphia. Then Saturday the 20th, Islanders again. 7 p.m. NHL Network, MSG Plus, and NBC Sports Philadelphia for that. So local broadcast for the remainder of the week. And Wednesday, the national broadcast. Looking at the season series, the Flyers actually pulled out a couple wins against the Islanders, both overtime games. That's just so many overtime games against New York teams because the Flyers Flyers lost to the Rangers in a shootout earlier this year on 218 and then beat the Rangers last night in overtime. So really just one game has not gone to overtime with a New York team this season. Very strange, but uh, they're getting points in the standings, and as I said before, that is what matters. Uh, Currently, the Flyers sit at 14-9-3, 31 points, good for 5th in the East, 596 win percentage. They're creeping up on Boston, who they've struggled against this year, as we all know. Uh, One point behind the Boston Bruins right now, 5-5-0 over their last 10, so the, the Flyers are a perfectly mediocre team over the last stretch, even though it doesn't feel like it. It feels like they've lost 10 in a row, but they have not. They've gotten points somehow and are, are somewhat afloat, but they really need to start winning more of these games and getting points in the standings because it's, it's a rough division. It's probably the roughest division in hockey and the most competitive top five playoff spot that there is. There's going to be a good team from the East that misses the playoffs, and that's going to be a shame, and hopefully it's not a shame for us. It's not looking good right now, but there's plenty of season left. Now, looking at the Flyers production-wise, JVR, James Van Reamstyk, Jam Reamstyk himself continues to have a stellar season, 29 points for JVR, 13 goals, 16 assists. Joel Farrabee, Joel Farabee, as we like to call him, 24 points, oh god, not the bees, 12 goals, 12 assists, nice, even production from Farabee right there just an awesome pairing with JVR and Farabee this year. Love what they've been bringing to the table. The captain, Claude Giroux, 21 points, 6 goals, 15 assists, another couple points last night against the New York Rangers, and uh, I I think G's been really coming on lately, and uh, like what I've been seeing from the captain. Jake Voracek, with the winner last night, puts him at 21 points, 4 goals, 17 assists, and because Kevin Hayes didn't get any points last night, that bumps him down to 20 points Nine goals, 11 assists, and again, an honorable mention. It's funny, because the notes were completely different when I tried to record this yesterday and didn't get it done, but the <laughs> Couturier was actually up above Voracek, and then Voracek, you know, it's all tight, but we're getting production from the, the Flyers' top five or six ultimately, but Couturier has 19 points in 16 games played, so stellar production from Sean Couturier. He seems to really just throw an assist in almost every game, and you really can't ask for more from your Selkie winner last year, Sean Couturier. You can't, just can't say that enough. It just sounds so good coming from your lips. Six goals, 13 assists for Coots. Coots. On the goaltending front, Carter Hart uh, has struggled this year, and we all know it. We've been discussing it a ton over the past couple weeks. It's it's a big topic, and you hate to see it because Carter Hart he's an outstanding, outstanding young man in net right there. And who doesn't love Carter Hart? 7-6-3, 3-6-2 three, three, GAA, 884 save percentage. Woof, buzz your goaltending stats. It's bad. Versus the Rangers this year, and these numbers looked great yesterday, and then they played that game. Uh, and they they're just pretty. Bad to mediocre. 1 0 1, 282 GAA, 895 save percentage. And that's not to blame Carter Hart for that game last night because the defense was bad again. This team really needs to lock it down on the defensive end. Against the Islanders this year, Carter is 1 0 0, 190 GAA, 929 save percentage. Brian Elliott, Moose, 7 3 0. 2.64 GAA 904 save percentage, and those numbers were better before last week. He had a rough ride against the Washington Capitals versus the Rangers this year. Moose is 1-0, 3.01 GAA 889 save percentage, and against the Islanders, he's 1-0 with a 2.80 GAA 917 save percentage. I and mean, we didn't see Moose on the bench last night, but that's because he got the night off. Alex Lyon sat in on the bench for Brian Elliott, so I would not be surprised to see Brian Elliott later in this week. A well-deserved rest for for Moose. I'm not sure how they're going to split up the rest of the week. I wouldn't be surprised to see Carter Hart in there again against the Rangers and then split the Islanders starts up, but you never know how Big Al, Alain Vigneault, and his crew of ass men... (laughs) Ass crew? That is a flyperbole inside joke, and I do apologize for non-flyperbole listeners, but really, you should listen to flyperbole. But... How is Elaine Vigneault going to break up the goaltending this week? We shall see, but Brian Elliott, you can almost be assured, is going to get a start or two in there. Looking at the New York Rangers, 11-12-4 and 4 on the season, sixth in the East, right behind the Flyers, 481 win percentage, 5-4-1 over their last 10. So like the Flyers, they've been pretty mediocre over the last 10, but they're getting points, so good for them, I guess? Hooray. Points-wise, Pavel Buchnevich, 22 points, 8 goals, 14 assists, and my apologies if I butchered that name. I really should look that up. Buchnevich was out last night on the COVID list, so we will see if he will be back for Wednesday's game. But don't be surprised if he's not in the lineup, and that's, uh, that's a big player missing from their lineup. Unfortunately not missing from their lineup is Artemi Panarin, who just came back from Russia, settling whatever happened there with the Russian government and charges against him, or, man, what a a weird, wild world we are living in, but Panarin is back, Breadman is back, and sadly he was back with a vengeance, scored a couple points against the Flyers last night, 22 points in 16 games for Panarin, 6 goals, 16 assists, and this guy is a dynamite offensive force to be reckoned with, and always a concern when he's on the ice. Ryan Strome, 20 points, 10 goals, 10 assists. Chris Kreider, 19 points, 14 goals, 5 assists. Thank God he did not have another hat trick against the Flyers last night, but always a guy to worry about, especially with those 14 goals. Pretty impressive goal total for Kreider. Adam Fox, 15 points, 2 goals, 13 assists, and Adam Fox was also on the COVID list last night, so another big piece, the Rangers' best defenseman, if he is going to be out for Wednesday's game. But I don't know yet. That will be news that comes probably tomorrow if it's coming. But Adam Fox and Pavel Buchnevich, if these guys are out, this really hurts the Rangers. Although, you know, they played pretty well without him last night. Goaltending-wise, Igor Shosturkin. 6 6'7", and 1.921 Save percentage, 2-3-1 GAA. He's day-to-day with a groin strain right now. And... If he could just nurse that for another day or two, that would be aces. Thanks, Chief. Alexander Gorgiev, 4-4-2, 8-87, save percentage, 3.33 GAA. So Gorgiev is struggling this year. I'm not sure who the Rangers are going to go with Netton tomorrow, but uh, those numbers certainly are not favorable to Gorgiev. Keith Kincaid is in the mix right now. You might remember him from his Devil's Days driving the Flyers nuts when, you know, it's like, oh, this should be an easy win. Keith Kincaid's in there. Not so much. Flyers still struggled against him. Wasn't so good last night, thankfully. He's won one 1-1 one with a 9.05 save percentage, 2-3-2 GAA in five games played. He shut out the Bruins last week, which was really impressive. 4-0 shutout for the Rangers. A lot of people were really surprised by that, but... His numbers were a lot better before he played the Flyers last night. So hopefully, the real Keith Kincaid was the one that we saw last night, if he is in later this week. But goaltending, unless Shusterkin comes back, goaltending is not a strong point for the Rangers, so the Flyers should be able to score points. Now, moving east from the train station over to the island that is long. The New York Islanders, 19-6-4, 42 points, first in the east, 7-24 save percentage. This team is red hot right now. They're 9-0-1 over their last 10. And, I mean, this is the Islanders we're talking about. I can't believe this team is as red-hot as they are. They're 12-0-2 at home, too, which is not going to help wherever their home may be. Whatever Walmart parking lot, whatever lake will take them, whatever <laughs> whatever minor league rink, whenever they're not doing free skating, the Islanders get to play a hockey game. That's I'm sure they have a new official rink, but I do like to mock the fact that the Islanders have not been able to find a steady home for a few years now but this team wherever they're playing they're doing damn good and i hate it points wise matthew barzal well one guy on this team oh there's a couple guys on this team that i would take on the flyers but barzal is one of those guys i'm truly jealous of a very talented player 24 points nine goals 15 assists for barzal Anders Lee, 19 points, 12 goals, 7 assists, and he is out of the lineup for a while. It's going to be a while until we see Anders Lee again in an Islanders uniform. He's out until at least April. That's a big loss for this team. That guy scores a lot of goals. 12 goals is certainly nice production that you don't want to lose from the lineup. He's one of those guys that I would take on the Flyers in a heartbeat. Anders Lee is a, a very, very good hockey player and will be missed in this lineup. And the, the word is that that since he's on LTIR, maybe they could use that to add another piece, but then there's complications when he does come back. So who even knows how the salary cap works? I certainly don't. Math was never my strong suit. Jordan Eberle, 19 points, 9 goals, 10 assists. Nick Letty, 18 points, 1 goal, 17 assists. Brock Nelson, the flyer killer from last playoffs. My God, did he murder the flyers. 17 points, 12 goals, 5 assists. Jean-Gabriel Peugeot. 17 points, 9 goals, 8 assists, and Pajot, as uh, a lot of you may have heard, was a guy that the Flyers tried to acquire at the trade deadline last year, but the the price was a little too rich for the Flyers, he signed a, a healthy contract with the Islanders in the offseason, and he's he's been good for them, and there's no denying that. They paid a price for him, but he seems to be, I don't know if he's worth the price yet, but he's been very effective for them. Goaltending, the Islanders have a guy I don't like to talk about too much because he has a past that is uh, less than stellar. Semyon Varlamov, thirteen, four, and three, nine, twenty-nine save percentage, two, o, three GAA. So if we ignore all the awful things about this man, uh, hockey-wise, he has been very good. Ilya Sorokin, six, two, and one, nine, ten save percentage, two, point two, o GAA. So that is just a a very good goaltending duo that they have back there. It really doesn't matter who they have in net. They have somebody affected back there. Yeah, their defensive system is just so top-notch. I mean, Barry Trotz is... I would say he's a top-three coach in the NHL. He might be one of the best... He might be the best coach in the NHL, for all I know. To get what he has gotten out of this Islanders team, which they have talent, don't get me wrong, but if you look at the talent of the other teams in the East Division... They don't have more talent than any of those other top five teams, but their system is so good, they play such effective, annoying hockey, that, man, they're just they're a tough team, and that's, that's Trotz, man. He is an unbelievable coach. Uh, another tall order to take down the Islanders, but if the Flyers can get three or four points from those games, that will be fantastic for the Flyers to really cut into that Islanders division lead. Lastly, we have Players of the Week. Last week, I had Sean Couturier and Travis Konechny. Sean Couturier had four points in three games, all assists, another assist last night as well. If we're going to count that, we might. I don't know, but regardless, Coots really came through on the Player of the Week prediction right there, so thank you, Coots. Travis Konechny, TK, the Jerk Store, three points in three games, one goal, two assists, A so pretty good week for TK as well. No points against the Rangers last night, but Regardless, still a pretty effective week for connecting, even though the Flyers were not that successful last week, unfortunately. This week, I am going with Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux, the captain himself, two points last night. I love the way Claude Giroux has been playing. Very excited to see what he is bringing to the plate this week. And I'm going with Kevin Hayes as well. Kevin Hayes, I know he didn't have anything against the Rangers last night, but he had points in all his other games against the Rangers this year, his former team. He really seems to play with a vengeance. He does the, the flyer killer thing that we always seen from ex-Flyers who come back and play them. I am looking at you, Ruslan Fedotenko. Rusty Feds just destroyed the Flyers every time he played them after he departed. Man. But Kevin Hayes doing that to the Rangers, and I love that, because who likes to watch the New York Rangers? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, you got diagonal letters on your jerseys. whoopity do. Good for you. Big whoop. Kevin Hayes also has two goals against the Islanders this year, which uh, you need any goal you can get against that team with that system in there. I'm feeling good about these guys this week, and hopefully they come through and uh, go Flyers. Let's pick up some points, damn it. Gotta gotta pick up these points, because this season is just, it's going quick, man. Before you know it, it, we're going to be at the end of the season, whenever that is, in what, mid-July at this point? And if the Flyers don't make the playoffs, they're going to be some very, very pissed off people. And justifiably so. And they're on the precipice right now, but they're they still there's plenty of season left. It's just all very condensed. All right, folks, that is it for the forecast this week. If you have any feedback, comments, questions, blah blah blah, you can reach me on Twitter at EsteBomb or at flyperbly, but it's for hockey stuff. You should really just make it flyperbly. Follow Broad Street Hockey. Follow BSH Radio. Be sure to check out all of our great podcast offerings on Broad Street Hockey. There's so many of them, and they're so good. So many talented great people at Broad Street Hockey. There's also FlyProbably Instagram if that floats your boat. I don't update it that often, but it's there. Woohoo! Alright All right, folks, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Please wear a mask. And we're we're at the finish line. We're not over the finish line. Let's get through this together. Respect your fellow man. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.